am Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. And there is nothing better than to have a job that you get paid for and and that is your purpose in life. Absolutely. When you're... when. Everything comes together that way. I, I have been lucky enough or something enough to, to be able to have that experience. Mm-hmm. And that's why I created the online version of The Message of You. And what I've come up against, though, and I'm not sure how to help people get past it, is that everybody has so many excuses. Ugh excuses right like i could say okay here's step one two three four five and if you do this you're going to find your message your purpose and as we as i said before in this podcast that your purpose is expressed in um your is your gift to other people Mm -hmm. how you affect other people is your gift and um and that's how you express purpose because purpose is in relationship to other people. And then, so I put that, you can find your purpose, uh, create a message, and this is how you can make a living speaking it. All right? One, two, three, four, five, just do this. Yeah, here's a roadmap. It's very clear. Action steps. (laughs) We've had people who haven't even opened, um, signed into the online program. (laughs) Like they paid for it. Something they've paid for, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then they go, well, um, they've had all these excuses. Mm -hmm. And it has to do with um, family, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, my family or somebody got sick or Mm -hmm. somebody somebody died. We've had um, somebody whose their mother died twice during the... During the program, that, that's a dead giveaway. Yeah, that, yeah. That when, when mothers die twice, that's got you, you. We know you're hiding behind something at that point. Oh yeah, this happened when I was teaching comedy. Um, a guy. Um, well, back then we had pagers, mm. and a guy's pager uh, went off and said, "Oh my God, my wife's having a baby!" Like right before he had to go on. Who's next? You're next, Tom. Mm. Oh my God, my wife's having a baby. Oh, go, yeah, go, yeah. right. And then next week, the same thing. Oh. It's like. Obviously didn't remember that. Oh, uh, oh man. but but some you know like there are there are times when our life gets so um, overwhelmed mm. by people and other people and well, um, there's there are legitimate reasons because yeah. that's the thing is like is creating a separation between what an excuse is and what a reason is like. If you're on your way to a gig and a drunk driver smashes into your car and you're late for your gig because you got hit by a drunk driver, yeah, that's a legitimate reason. You didn't have any control over that. But if you miss a gig because you slept in because you partied the night before and then you're like, oh, yeah, uh, uh, you know, my car broke down, even though your car didn't break down, you just didn't get out of bed in time or you didn't do what you needed to do. Yeah, that's an excuse. And unfortunately, with excuses... You know, a lot of people will use an excuse as as like a little escape pot. They're like, okay, if I just say this, then I don't have to worry about it. I shouldn't feel bad about it because, oh, that's a legitimate excuse or whatever it is. And then they start turning that into a habit. You know, 
oh, if I just tell him this, if I just tell him that, oh, this sounds like a legitimate thing. This is a legitimate. Oh, I got out of that situation by saying X, Y, and Z. So I'll keep that in my little arsenal of excuses and keep using that. And what happens is, is, you know, you you turn around one day and you realize, wow, it's been years and I haven't done one single thing I set out to do. But boy, do I have this massive collection of excuses that I've used. Yes, and it's unfortunate that a lot of people will then make an excuse that turns them into a victim, like Mm -hmm. it's your fault, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't do this because the instructions were way too complicated, Mm -hmm. and um, I tried to log in, but there's something wrong with your system, and I, you know, you're not sending me the email, mm-hmm. and 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 it's it's somehow the other person's fault. And that is a lot to do with ownership, because excuses are the best way to make things not your problem, which means you're not taking ownership of it. And if this is your career, this is what you want to do, this is your dream and your purpose in life, you have to take, as Jocko Willamette calls it, extreme ownership over it. Site something doesn't work, you fight until it works. If something doesn't it, you go and you make it happen. If you just say, Well, I was gonna do this thing that's supposedly very important to me. Oh, but my internet's slow today, so never mind. Then you're not taking ownership over your dream. You're just letting the world sort of dictate yes. you know what's happening. Yes, yeah, so that is a very good point because your excuse can actually be your salvation. Mm-hmm. And and I have found I have found that out in um, working with people, um, and when I really question them about their excuse, which maybe that you were too harsh on me, mm-hmm. and I don't like the feedback I've gotten. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sometimes when we um, actually give our excuses scrutiny. Mm-hmm. That can be a eureka moment to actually wake you up to a uh, bad habit you, you've been doing in your life. And actually, because as I said before, I think I've said it before, is you, the purpose of your life um, is usually understood um, um, when you realize it's the bad news about yourself. Mm-hmm. When you realize, I have been lying. I have been making excuses. I have not taken responsibility for being a lazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> avoiding, not willing to go deep. And, and I've been dealing with this course the exact way that I deal with my career, mm-hmm. just keeping it safe, the way I have the relationship with my children by, you know, I make all these excuses why I don't have time to be there. But the truth is I am scared of intimacy. I'm scared that I might fail. Mm-hmm. I'm scared I might not be good enough. I'm scared of criticism. I'm scared of rejection. And in that moment, the the very excuse you had turns into... Um, something else. Yeah. It well, it becomes a very s- clear signpost of of why you're not succeeding, or why you're not getting what you want, or why you're not living on purpose. Because you've, like, uh, uh, years ago, I had a a client who I was working with 
whose boss fired them via email that they copied all the people working on the project on. And yet, and that's very brutal, and I don't recommend anyone ever doing that. But the email he wrote out was literally he took her last two weeks of emails and copied them into one email and underlined every excuse that she gave for missing deadlines, for not being on calls, for not sharing information to the vendors. to not. And when you looked back through that two weeks of email, at least two to four excuses a day. Everything was, oh, it was late. Oh, my, my car was this. My, they, oh, my husband was that. Oh, my cat was sick. Oh, my. Da, da. And when you see it all laid out in front of you, you, it was like clear as day. Like, yeah, that's not really something you should do in public and share with, you know, that many strangers. But that's a really great exercise to do on your own. If you look back through your emails, your notes, your messages, whatever it is, and you highlight every time you gave an excuse – Oh, that'll be a serious wake-up call. You know, I myself realize that I do that. Mm. Like, and something now that I'm older, I thought, well, um, and there was a great movie uh, about this where um, uh, Jim Carrey just can't has to tell the truth. Oh, yeah. Liar, liar. Liar, yeah. liar, right? And mm -hmm. he just has to tell the truth. No, um... I don't, I can't go to your party, you mm. know, oh, I forgot about it, oh, I did No, yeah. I just really think uh, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go. I yeah. don't want to go. Life yeah. is too short. You're boring. Mm -hmm. And um, you're always hitting me up for money. Mm. And there's like, what would it take for you listening to this mm. to be honest? Like, we're so scared of revealing the truth about ourselves i mean i go to weight watcher meetings mm -hmm. and you should see the excuses in there oh yeah i'm sure i just eat too much salt no i don't think you got to 300 pounds from <laughs> you know eating <laughs> you know it was the four bags of dorito chips that had the salt on them mm. but all the excuses that we give but very often when we stop the excuses and and just investigate what we've been saying well i've been lying about how much i'm eating because i'm scared to face the shame i have about my body mm -hmm. um and, and that's a very very difficult you know realization to have and something very hard to say to yourself yes however again this podcast is about transformation so I don't want to, you know, say that you shouldn't have excuses. Mm -hmm. Have your excuses. But at a certain point, scrutinize them and find the truth. And I guess w since we've been talking about weight um, and eating, and I just read a brilliant book by uh, Roxanne Gay called Hunger, where she's almost 500 pounds and she it's not a story about how i now lost it and i'm thin mm -hmm. it's about not having excuses about it and a, a scrutinizing her life and taking full responsibility for how she got that way what it felt like what she's dealing with with other people looking at her 
And by the way, that book is on the top 10 New York Times Mm. bestseller. And she is asked to speak all over the world um, because of her honesty. So honesty is something that leads to success. So if you're avoiding success by having excuses, Mm -hmm. okay, go with me on this. Perhaps the secret to your success is being honest about your excuses. Mm-hmm. About why you're saying these things or why, you're, why you've given yourself right. all this stuff. So the excuses now become like, as the beginning of this podcast, you're going like, they're bad. You don't have excuses. Mm-hmm. excuses. But the truth is that if upon investigation of these excuses, it might actually be your salvation mm-hmm. and lead you to a um, creative work based on them um, or a closer, more honest relationship with your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know the ultimate excuse. I've got a headache. Yeah. <laughs> what, what if you try what's, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. I haven't been feeling safe. You know, I'm... I'm feeling ugly and I'm feeling fat about myself. Mm. When we actually sink down, but what comes out is, right? Oh, now I got a headache. Oh, I just went, oh, I'm really tired, right? Avoiding. because the other thing about it is the is the convenience of an excuse as well. It's it's an easy out. It's very quick. It can solve a situation because people are very. It's it's very easy to villainize someone if you say, "Oh, this happened. That's why I didn't do it," and they turn around and go, "That's no excuse." Da, 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 da. You know, they jump on your back about it, or because most people will go, "Oh, okay, I understand. I you know I see. I you know they and they'll give you." the benefit of the doubt and let you go. And then now you've got it built into your brain. Oh, if I give this excuse, I can get out of this situation. But the only, but that's ultimately just hurting you and preventing you from getting any progress because you're building up this habit of, oh, I can just get out of this by saying this. Even if you're not consciously doing this, you've taught your mind, you've, you've, you're flexing the muscle that excuses get you out of your responsibilities. Exactly. So then you become, it becomes about the excuse, which is the lie. Mm -hmm. It becomes about the lie. Oh, you have a headache. Oh, why do you always have a headache? Well, maybe you need a doctor. Don't tell me what to do. See the (laughs) doctor. If I'm going to see a doctor, I'll see it. And it's all about the lie. Mm -hmm. And so I, I decide some days will be my totally honest days, Mm -hmm. like totally honest, no excuses. And, um, and I remember um, uh, someone, oh, I'd like to take you out to lunch and pick your brain rather than going like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm really busy. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going out of town. We're doing this. It, and, and they're all lies. Mm-hmm. I'm not really doing any of those things. Yep. And I just started one day answering emails with utter honesty and, and saying, um, you want to pick my brain? You know, that's so unpleasant. (laughs) I don't want my brain picked by anybody. Mm. And you're asking me to give, you know, do what I do, get paid to do, to consult with people. And in exchange for a a slice of pizza, I don't think so, you know. And I started being honest. And that encouraged a conversation, which led to deeper stuff. Yeah. And so let's go back to purpose and being on purpose. 
And part of being on purpose is the discipline of honesty in our work. Mm. Whatever it is, whatever expression you choose to express your creativity, try bringing that into your life and into actually investigating your excuses. Mm -hmm. And that's that's a really great exercise because we actually now live in a world where we don't realize how much of our stuff, especially our excuses, are being documented. You know, every email you write, every text message, every messenger on the thing you send on Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Go back through that stuff and look at it and say, okay, is this an actual, was I being honest here? Or was I giving an excuse? Right. And and, the, and yeah. really being honest with yourself about each one. Yes, like because the biggest excuse I get when working with people, and they uh, and we're trying to write humor, is um, I can't think of anything. Mm. Right. That's mm. the biggest excuse. I can't think of anything, and that immediately says to your brain, "Stop thinking about anything." Yes. So that immediately says, "I." I am not willing to enter the creative process. So it's a simple excuse. I hear it all the time. And I said, well, um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to, I want you to talk as fast as you can for 15 seconds. That's all. Just as fast as you can. And if you and about what's hard about whatever the topic was. You know, what's hard about dating. Let's say it was about that. It's hard. And just start talking. Get really. It's so hard. It's so hard. And so I'm coaching them through it and it ends up when I push them over the edge push them past the excuse mm -hmm. so much opens up and so the excuse is I can't think of anything the truth is there's so much inside me that I want to get out you know but but it's it it's stopped by that excuse of I'm unable I can't I can't and to the point where then you give up and you don't even try. Yeah. And you've literally put yourself in a mental state of shutdown by just by just giving that excuse. You you've now literally put up a sign a stop sign for your brain. So you even if you wanted to go, you can you can't now because you've literally told yourself, Yeah, we're not thinking now. Sorry. And especially the one thing about comedy is, you know, self loathing is is good for comedy. Yeah. It's, you know, you know um, I, I, I joined a gym, um, Gold's Gym, and I, <laughs> I'd, go, I'd stop going there because everybody looks so fantastic. <laughs> so when I saw anybody I, I knew, I would lie and I'd go, well, I, I just joined yesterday. I'd been there for two years. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I stopped, when I started going, yeah, I know, look at me. I've been here for two years and I'm still fat. Yeah. I got to laugh. Yeah. Like when you stop excuses, you're funnier. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so I, you know, I think that's really great in the sense that, you know, analyzing your excuses, because we all know we have excuses. We all have our little, our little cachet of excuses that we throw out when we, especially if it's someone where we're, we're hiding behind the other excuse of, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. You yeah. know, you get that one a lot and you say, well, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. So I'm just going to tell them I'm busy or I'm just going to tell them I have something else going on or whatever. You go back to your little cachet and go, oh, I'll take this one. That's, oh, but, you know, my mom's visiting. That's a good one. I like that one because that'll keep them from calling me, you know. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things to where if you actually sit down and look at that 
collection of excuses and be truly honest with yourself, not only will you clear up a lot of those things and stop doing them, especially if you start documenting it, but also you might find creative and interesting avenues that will actually help your art. And that's that's, you know, as you said, the the getting rid of excuses can be really great material. Absolutely. For you to come out of the closet about, yes, you are rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am rude. I am a selfish bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and rather than having the excuses of why you haven't been so nice, just let it go and watch, watch what happens. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.